because apparently Torontonians are seeing more rats during this pandemic. And we have invited on a pest control expert from Orkin to talk about it. Please welcome to the show, Dale Kurt. He's the GTHA uh, regional manager for Orkin Canada. Welcome to the show, Dale. Good to have you on. Uh, good morning, Kelly. Thanks. So I had a friend uh, who the other day was telling me she lives around Roncesville. She has seen several rats for the last little while, not only in the back lane now, but they're coming into her yard and she is just uh, beside herself wondering what to do. Have you heard more stories of rats appearing in broad daylight in Toronto, in neighborhoods during the pandemic? Yeah, it's been quite a bit, actually, um, you know, just because of the the amount of places that are closed uh, that where rats would normally be getting their food supply um, or food going out into the alleyways from a lot of the restaurants or hotels, and it's just not there anymore. So, um, you know, it's causing rats to be to be on the move, and they're going into areas where people have never seen them before, and like I said, seeing them during the day when you don't normally see that. Are rats territorial then? Like, will they stake out a, ter- a territory, a restaurant, uh, an alley, and and basically hang around there? Oh, yeah, definitely. As long as they have their food, moisture, and harborage area, they'll stay in one small area. There's no need for them to leave. But as soon as these start to stress them by taking any of those out of the equation, then they're going to move around and just be mobile, migrate to other areas. Okay, so what do you advise people to do then? Like, what, They're migrating into neighborhoods, but are they just passing through? And what would make them stop and choose your house as a place to take up residence? Yeah, basically any of those things I mentioned, so mainly food or harborage areas. So don't leave debris around a house like piles of wood or clutter, things like that, um, because rats, they don't like to be out in the open, rats or mice. Um, they like to be underneath things, behind things. So try to make sure it's, it's, it's you don't have any of those debris piles around. Um, and then also any food supply. So, um, you know, some people will keep uh, pet food out on a on a deck for a cat or a dog. Um, don't leave things like that out. Um, garbage containers, you're recycling. Make sure they're good quality containers with tight fitting lids. Um, things like that. If you have well, a little bit later in the year, fruit trees that maybe have fruit dropping to the ground, make sure that's picked up and not left around. Um, you just basically don't want any easy food supply. Uh, but then also with your home, uh, try to make sure that there's no openings where, where any rodents can get in. So especially like garage doors are common things, any gaps or openings. Um, kind of like to call it the, the toonie test. So, you know, if you take a toonie and, you know, the size of a hole outside of a toonie is easily enough for a full-grown rat to get through. Whereas Come on, those rats port- are pretty big. How do they get through oh, a hole yeah. the size of a toonie? Oh. They just squish right down. It's unbelievable where they'll get through. So, But even the center little portion of the toonie, the bronze-colored portion, that's plenty enough for a mouse to get through. So just kind of use that as a rule of thumb as you go around a home and look for openings, you know, where wires or cables or pipes are going in through the home. Or, like I mentioned, the garage door is a really uh, common area where they get in. Okay, you close all those up, but how do you get rid of them? Uh, that's the hard part. Rats are extremely difficult to get rid of compared to mice. Um, rats, um, there's a thing called neo, they're, they're neophobic. So they're afraid of new things in their environment. So sometimes using traps or baits, it's, it doesn't work well um, because they'll just avoid them for quite a period huh. of time. So um, most of the time, if, if rats are kind of already um, ingrained in an area, 
um, you're pretty much going to need a professional to help with that. If you get lucky and you get, you know, a rat, one or two rats right at the very beginning and able to get rid of them quickly, sometimes you can do that yourself. But once they're kind of uh, really settled into an area, it's very, very difficult. Are there parts of the GTA that are traditionally hot spots for different kinds of pests? Like an area um, where rats are out of control in the city? Yeah, well, you know what? It, it, rats over the last 10 or 12 years, they've really increased everywhere. They, there used to be, you know, certain areas, you know, downtown areas and, and, and you know, where there was a lot of alleyways and easily accessible garbage. But now they're spread out everywhere, like not just downtown, but all the outlying areas as well. I heard that there are a few pests because of the pandemic that actually the calls for them are going down. Can you get into that for us? Um, some of them, so like we're actually, our bed bug calls are actually going down a little bit. Um, I think because less travel, people aren't going to hotels or resorts or moving around. So, so that's gone down a little bit. Um, some, some a little bit with the cockroaches have gone down, but a lot of other pests that we have are actually going up quite a bit. Um, I think the biggest part is because people are at home where, a lot more now than before. Um, so the, their threshold to be living with pests is, is a lot lower. So, you know, in the past, you might have seen a few ants and it's not that big of a deal. But when you're home every day, now all of a sudden it is. And so, you know, we're getting a lot of calls for ants and carpenter ants, um, spiders, a lot for mosquitoes now exactly, too. Um, people you know, people of- call about mosquitoes? Oh, yeah. it's well. Just get rid of your to- standing water. Isn't that <laughs> yeah, the rule exactly. of thumb? That's a big part of it, standing water. But you can also have mosquitoes in your property if you don't have standing water. You just have a lot of shady areas. There might be standing water nearby, um, but you have a lot of shady areas from foliage and things like that. And, you know, with people staying home and not, you know, being able to, to go out and do other entertainment things, they're trying to enjoy their backyard and suddenly, you know, getting uh, eaten alive by mosquitoes. And, and again, like I said, the threshold is a lot lower now when people are at home more. Could there be uh, pest problems silently building in closed businesses and offices that people have abandoned during the uh, pandemic? Definitely, yeah. Like pests in general don't like to come out when the lights are on or when there's busyness or people around. Um, so when it's quiet and dark, and as long as there's a food supply and moisture supply, yeah, they're going to mm-hmm. increase at a higher rate than they normally would. And so what's your recommendation to business owners that they go in, they check, they make sure they're uh, uh, constantly monitoring? Yeah, definitely check, um, you know, like, uh, you know, it makes sure they have their regular services, even though they're closed, still trying to have their regular services to prevent or to, to get rid of, of any kind of pest before it starts building up. Because once it builds up, it's a lot harder to get rid of. Yeah, speaking of getting rid of pests, so if you've got, if you've done everything right, if you've got your bait traps out, if you've... Uh, cleared any debris or garbage in your area, yet uh, you know that there's rats that have been frequenting your yard and your neighbor's yard, you've cleaned it up. Are they just going to migrate to the next door neighbor? And is there anything you can do at all? Uh, That's the problem, yeah, because you really can't control too much what's on the other side of that fence, right? Um, So, yeah, that's been a case in a lot of areas where, you know, one neighbor may have a lot of debris, a lot of food supply, and they they do cause a problem for pretty much the entire neighborhood then. Um, you know, I think there's been some cases where the city has been able to be uh, called upon and they step in and help to have things cleaned up a bit. But it's, you know, it is a difficult thing, just no different than 
you know, living in a multi-dwelling place like an apartment where you can have, you know, pests in one apartment and it affects everything else around there. Yeah, well, as they say with the pandemic, we're all in this together. So I guess it uh, goes hand in hand with pests. We're all in this together. We have to work to eradicate them from our, our areas. Thank you so much, Dale. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, very welcome. Have a great day, Kelly. Take care.